Hello everyone, welcome back to the Pilot's Wife podcast in 2021. Happy New Year. This is Amy McLaren and this is the first episode of 2021. In this episode, I am going to do a quick summary on how I went with this little challenge that I put out to myself and anyone else who was listening over the Christmas period, over the holidays. In New Zealand, we have our big summer holiday over Christmas time because it's warm and that's when we take our holidays. So for all you listeners on the other side of the world, that's why there's been a bit of a break or a big extra long break for me. That was my long break for the year. So I'm going to tell you how I went with that. And the subject of this episode kind of branches out of that. And it's I'm going to be talking about when relationships start spiraling downward, what the, what the turning point is for many of those. Because then we can pinpoint what happens you know, a, a very common thing that happens when relationships start spiraling down and down and, and deteriorate. When you, when you talk to couples and you say, you know, you, you start get them talking about what happened. You can you can hear the the turning point. You can hear them say, and then this happened, and you just know that that was when things started to really go south. So I'm going to talk about that in this episode. And I know that's a crazy. It's a crazy one to start the year with. You know, everybody's talking about goal setting and let's talk about what we want to achieve for the year. But for me, I've had unprecedented inquiries coming through just in the last couple of weeks in the new year. And, you know, maybe that's because of New Year's resolutions. People saying, look, let's get some help for a relationship finally. But maybe it's because there has been a lot of added pressure. And so I think this is relevant and I think it's good to talk about this now. So here's the question. For those of us who don't have a picture-perfect relationship, who don't put our highlights real on social media and pretend it's all rosy, where can I get some down-to-earth inspiration without any religious barriers? Who can give me real-life encouragement, help me be a better spouse, and tell me how to get an even more enriching relationship without becoming a doormat? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Amy McLaren, and this is the Pilot's Wife Podcast. So in the final episode of last year, I was talking about this this challenge, well, particularly it kind of started with me, where I was saying, don't argue over Christmas, because when it comes to the Christmas holidays, sometimes, you know, there's an added pressure of all being together and being at home and being out of a usual routine where things aren't normal, and so you get annoyed about things that aren't normally going to happen, so you don't normally get annoyed about them. And so a way to, you know, kind of just reduce that, like that, the chance of that from happening, and maybe have more of a, an opportunity to relax because you're not arguing about some of that stuff. Uh, I put out a challenge to just try and notice something that you often kind of get triggered about and work on trying to not say anything. And in fact, instead of not saying anything, replace that with something that you really like talking about together like that's something that you both really like talking about and then I also gave you the option of if you didn't have something that you could think of that you really like talking to each other about uh, which you know that's that's tough then I gave you something um, which was kind of fun about talking about if you had unlimited amount of money you know trying to find out from each other what what would you do with it and so my one that I really need to shut up about is water because I'm uh, very sensitive about our water usage because we live on tank water where we are and this is kind of the first time for me but I've grown up with a mum who's like every single shower I've had 
get out of there, stop wasting water, don't spend so much time in the shower. Like it was just drilled into me. And then, you know, and, and anything, not just the shower, but anything that I used, it was like, don't waste it. And Josh has not grown up like that. It's not like he's grown up with family who have been like, doesn't matter, just use whatever and we'll just pay for it. It's just like he hasn't been kind of nagged at when he's any time he uses a resource and so uh, for him he responds to the fact that we live off tank water a bit differently than I do and I find it really hard not to say anything so my my proposal was that I was not going to say anything but also that I was going to instead talk about some goals that that we had for you know maybe for this year so for me the sum in summary how I went with that was I was mainly pretty good with doing the first part so I would shut up mainly but then sometimes I would mutter something under my breath and Josh would say what was that sorry (laughs) and then I would go um and then I would try and say something really politely but you know kind of like don't worry never mind but then the second part I really struggled with like actually replacing it with something else was really hard for me because it was I found that my brain was so kind of engaged with this uh, like this thing that bugged me so much that I couldn't turn it around and start thinking about something else and start and change the subject and talk about something that I enjoyed talking about. Like it was really hard for me to make that switch. So I could do the first part and like shut up and it was good because that was progress. But I found it really hard to do the other part. So I'd be interested to hear how you went. Did you try it? Did you succeed in both parts or neither of them or what? Because yeah, I found that exercise you know, half successful and half really hard. (laughs) As it turns out, though, I had some divine help because it rained quite a lot over the Christmas period and we got full tanks twice over that time. So I didn't even have to worry. So anyway, what what, what I was talking about last episode and, and, and why we were doing this is because when... You know, like if if you regularly argue about something, it's because you haven't come up with a plan for how to deal with that scenario together. So when you're in your usual routine and things don't, you know, like for example, I'll give an easy example of our kids. And like, you know, if every day when I pick them up from school, they get really ratty and really grumpy, I start to go, okay, well, this is not working. And I come up with a plan for kind of being proactive about the fact that I think they're going to be ratty about such and such an issue. And so I will go in and pick them up with you know, something to look forward to or something exciting that they then, you know, cheers them up and, and they don't get ratty in the first place. So, you know, like when it's regular, then it's kind of like, okay, we start to notice a pattern and we come up with a plan for it. And that's also why, it, you know, times like Christmas on holiday, if you've changed your, you know, your work routine because of COVID lockdowns and stuff like that, that there's there's going to be more arguments because you're doing stuff outside of your normal schedule. There's stuff that comes up that annoys you that you haven't made a plan for it yet on how to deal with it together because it's new and it's just starting to frustrate you and you get grumpier and grumpier than normal because you're not in your normal schedule, which is when you're not so grumpy because you've got a plan for the things that do regularly come up, hopefully. And if you don't, then I'll talk about that. So, you know, 
there's heaps of scenarios and that's why you know we talk about how so you know family politics at Christmas and it's so hard like my mum and she was cooking for Christmas and she was just getting angry she was telling me about how dad was so annoying because he was standing around with his hands in his pockets watching her cook you know for Christmas and it's then he's like can I help and she's like no <laughs> he's like okay well I'll just you know I'll give you moral support I'll just stand there well, like whatever he was thinking and my mum was just getting angry like how can you just stand there and look at me even though she didn't want him to help so she was like just go just go outside and you know if if that was always happening and she was always doing these massive cook-ups for Christmas then they'd come up with a plan for it and he'd know what to do but it was you know it was different and my sister you know she was she was really really grumpy on Christmas day you know the same thing like she's trying to prepare all this food and do all the stuff and everybody's going crazy uh, she's got all sorts of demands on her time and expectations you know it's different to normal so there are two options we have in these scenarios one is that we fix the problem so we come up with a plan for that scenario and we find out what the cause of the problem is and we look at it and we problem solve and I've done a couple of episodes on how to problem solve episodes 25 and 26 so check those out because I tell you exactly what to do and so that's one option and then the other option is you can just wait until it goes away because you know these are just seasonal things it's just over Christmas it's just going to be a couple of weeks we'll be back to our normal schedule in no time so you could just choose to let the scenario go away again just wait but also try and not get as grumpy not get upset because you know it's just unusual and it's going to go away soon right but Remember, this is just an alert. Every time we're getting frustrated and ungrumpy at each other, it's just an alert. There's a problem that needs solving. But sometimes it can be complex. We might just choose not to resolve it if it's just going to be something that's not going to come up very often and we can just handle it. But I've seen I've seen it over and over where one person keeps getting grumpy or upset or some kind of negative emotion or, or response to something in their relationship because there is something that they haven't come up with a plan for together there is something that one of them finds a problem and it just never gets never seems to get resolved and then the other person they get sick of that negative behavior like that anger or that frustration or the you know whatever negative emotion keeps coming out and what happens is is they say I don't have to put up with this and and then they start making ultimatums or they start deciding you know I'm not going to put up with this this is not okay and they start getting grumpy back they start responding negatively as in you shouldn't be treating me like this right so instead of resolving the problem working on it figuring out what's actually going on we respond by just going hey this sucks this is not cool you can't treat me like this stop it or I'll get blah 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 or I'll do something in response or you know I'll get you back I now feel like you owe me one because you've done all this to me. So now I owe you the same treatment and I'll give it back to you in spades. Right. And so that's commonly what happens. So instead, because people don't recognize that when they're getting upset, when there is a problem that keeps coming up and coming up and they have these negative responses to it with each other, they get grumpy or whatever. They don't recognize it's, it's an alert for a problem that needs solving. They just think they don't love me anymore. They don't like me. They're getting upset with me. It's my fault. And I don't want to be treated like this anymore. I want out. So instead of resolving the problem and helping their true love get through it, because they don't actually know that that's what's happening and there's something going on for that person, they go, well, it's every man for themselves. I'm getting out of here. I don't have to stand for this. And that's what happens. That's what 
when when I'm talking to couples, that's what I've noticed. A lot of couples say, you know, it's it's something like, you know, this person has always been like blah, 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 like this. And one day I was sitting with my friend and having a coffee and I was telling her about it and she said, you don't have to put up with that. You know, and then they realise that this, this, this partner or their husband or their spouse, they're treating them in a way that apparently that's not normal. And so they don't have to put up with this and they're not going to put up with this. And then suddenly their attitude changes and they become kind of nasty back to that person because they feel like they're, you know, unjustifiably being treated and all that sort of stuff. Or, you know, they've it's been a long time that their partner hasn't been spending time with them because they're busy working or whatever. And after a while, they're like, I don't have to put up with this. You know, they obviously don't want to spend time with me, so I'm just going to, you know, find someone else to spend my time with, whether that be a male or a female. You know, they, they don't, they're not picky. It's just get them back. I'm going to do something for me because I never see them. You know, so it's, it's that decision. People are making a decision either kind of subconsciously or even consciously, like I'm not putting up with that anymore. So I'm just going to give you a couple of points, three points on what to do if this is happening to you. So the first thing that can really help is just to try and work on the fact that you're getting grumpy and like try and de-escalate that first because that brings out these emotions, it brings out these impulsive reactions that you might regret later. So the first thing is to de-escalate by dealing with that conflict in some way. So if it's anger or something like that, then I encourage you listen to episode number 23, which is about you know dealing with an angry spouse and not being a doormat. And that, that should really help. And, and then the second, the second thing is really, really important, and what I always say, work out what the actual problem is. And again, I've got those podcast episodes for you, number 25 and 26, listen to those, and that'll just take you through the whole process of working out what the problem is and resolving it. And then secondly, uh, thirdly, solve that problem. Or, you know, sometimes it's a complex problem. Set a date by which you'll have worked out what to do if it's that complex. Like one time Josh and I had such a complex problem, we couldn't work it out and we spent kind of three days straight. Like I th- my memory, we did three days straight. Like I can just remember that's what we did all day for three days, but I'm sure that's not what we did all day. It would have been pretty tiring. We would have got tired of it. And I know we did and we got angry and we got frustrated and we went away for a while and stuff. But yeah, three days straight, it was really complex. But at the end of the three days, we'd figured it out, we'd resolved it. And when we resolved it, we were like, why was that so hard? We can't work out why it took us so long to figure this out. You know, and, and that's what it feels like when it is a complex problem. Once you've resolved it, it's like, ah, Wow. Okay, that's really obvious now. And so, you know, we've had we've had um, a tough time since Josh lost his job as a pilot. So we've it's it's been you know like you know when you're when you're kind of leaving high school and you're starting college and you're like I don't know what to do, and you just go through this phase of heck I can choose anything. What should I do with my life? And it's quite scary because you you're trying to settle on a career that you're then going to spend years studying for potentially or spend years in a job doing and learning and and it's it's quite a you know a thing and so if you do that when you're young it's like it's kind of part of growing up right it's part of your your rites of passage but when you're found your dream job and you're doing it and you're successful and you're loving it and you're enjoying it and you're 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 working on progressing in it and then it's taken away from you when you're like in your 40s it's uh it's it's very very hard and so yes and I don't think Josh will mind if I say he's been really angry he's been really frustrated and he's been a bit nasty 
towards us sometimes because we're right there and we're closest to him. But, you know, there have been some times where I've gone, you can't treat us, you can't keep treating us like this. And I've just, I've noticed myself and I've stopped myself because I feel for him. I understand so well what he's going through and I just know how hard it is. And I know that he's really, really trying and he's, he's, he doesn't want to be treating us like that. He just can't work out how to resolve this problem. And so that's what I'm talking about when it's a complex problem. He can't just go out and get another pilot job right now. You know, and that would solve the problem. <laughs> um, and, you know, the, the secondary thing about that is that it's, it's a financial problem because he has gone, yes, he has gone, luckily he's been able to go into another career that he's sort of been doing on the side, which is project management of, of building. He's doing a renovation project management role now. But gosh, the difference um, for him is still profound and it's not as good as being a pilot, right? I mean, when you're a pilot, I went for a trip with him once and, well, a few times, but once when it was just us and that's when I really noticed it. And, you know, like we, we get off the plane and there's people that see him in the pilot's uniform and pretty much like kind of bowing down to him sort of thing, like, wow, it's a pilot, you know, and he just gets this massive respect when he's at work as a pilot and then when he's working as a project manager in renovations, he's dealing with customers who are treating him like crap. You know, like how when you're in a business, people think that you're not a person. They think you're just a, a business and they just, they think that it's okay to just be mean. You know, like people, are, you know, what a contrast for him as a pilot to be treated like that now in this, in this new role. And then he comes home and he's trying to bath his, you know, help bath his kids and they're like just not listening to him, not respecting him. And I've talked about in other episodes how respect or lack of respect is, is really hard for guys because that's how they feel loved is by being respected. And so massive, massive problem. And, and how do we solve that financial problem? Because, you know, like much, much lower salary for him. I'm trying to work on building this magazine business, this wedding magazine. And it's an awesome magazine. I've done so much to make it really, really cool. But but I really struggle to tell people about it. Like, you know, people need to advertise in this magazine. More people need to read it. You know, it's free to subscribe to now, but I'm going to tell people about it and there's so much to do. And I'm just, you know, I've got so much to do, but there's so much potential, but it's not fast enough. You know, it's just that financial pressure. And so for us, we haven't been able to resolve it straight away, but we've made a date. We've decided that um, a date, there's a date in, I think it's end of February or March. We're still kind of agreeing on that. We're going to make a call. And we're going to decide um, we've got a few options and we need a bit more information. We need a bit more time to see how a couple of these things play out. And on that date, we're just going to make a call. So we know that that's coming. We know that we're not going to be just leaving it and leaving it and leaving it. We know at that point we're making a call, we're going to make a decision and we're going to move on with our lives and just be happy with the decision we make based on the information we have at the time. So yes, it's complex and we can't resolve it straight away, but I understand what's going on for him and we're going to resolve it and we've set a date. So in summary, you know, when arguments that come up again and again, they're either they're either in part of your usual schedule, in which case don't let them lie. Work on figuring out what the problem is and resolving them. Then there are arguments that are seasonal. You can decide whether you just leave it or whether you do something about it if they're going to keep coming up in the next season maybe. Then there are, you know, they're just the problems just need solving you know we don't set out to deliberately hurt each other it's not initially that's not how it starts it's because we get frustrated about a problem we don't know how to solve that other person is you know offended by the fact that we're getting angry or grumpy you know it's better than uh, it's it, we we better 
we're better problem solvers when we when we work as a team. So don't just try and sort out the problem by yourself. Work as a team, as a couple, you're going to do a much better job of, of solving that problem. So I hope that, you know, even though that was a kind of a negative kind of context for that topic, I hope that it encourages you in this new year, solve those problems, move forward, move past them. I've given you, I've outlined the, uh, outlined the plan for you on how to do that. So, so go forth, do that and move past them so that we can move on with the next challenge that comes up. So I hope that encourages you. Be blessed. Have an awesome week. Kagite.